Hey everybody, you're listening to the Swim Coach Mike podcast. I am here to help coaches in their endeavors to be great coaches, to be great people, and to lead great teams. And today we're going to talk about watering your own grass. And what I mean by that is developing the coaches and the people you have in-house. So in our situation, I'm out here in Midland, we are the only team in town. We're actually the only team in about a 300-mile radius. I guess that's not true. There's a, there's a couple other teams in uh, West Texas, but every team's in the same situation we are, essentially, where it's one, ta- one team per town. Each town, there is at least an hour of driving in between. So there isn't a plethora of ex-swimmers or swim families or coaches in our area. So the way we have to develop our staff, and, and truly 90... 90% of our staff is from the Midland Odessa area is is to grow them and to and to bring them up through our team. Um, so I'm going to be talking about a couple ways that we do that. How do we uh, create an avenue of success for our athletes to even become coaches on our staff one day? Uh, what the results have been like and um, how, how to just cultivate cultivate good coaches on your on your team. So the first one is it starts with culture. And everybody talks about culture, and this is this is a big deal between teams and organizations, and and culture is very very important. Culture is what you stand for. It's what your team represents. It's not just what you say you are. It's what the actions show you are. So something that has helped that I know our culture is working is because people are attracted to our team. So in Midland Odessa area, it's a big um oil and gas epicenter right now i think in the world at least that's what people say um for sure in the united states but uh we have people moving in from other places and uh maybe they were former swimmers but they come swim and they check it out and they're like hey what do you guys have going on here we're like hey we have this swim team here and we got 300 athletes and they're like wow that's cool and we talk to them if if they seem like somebody who would fit in on our staff then we ask them like Hey, do you have any interest in coaching, like volunteer or a couple hours a week? And uh, people have said yes, people have said no. But the cool part is the people who said yes, uh, you know, they start coaching and they get that, that get, they get that coaching bug. I think every coach has had it because every coach remembers that moment you were coaching your first team and you remember thinking, wow, I really like this. I really enjoy this. And we have a couple coaches on our staff who have full-time jobs they're engineers, um, one's a part-time pharmacist, that sort of thing. Like these, these guys are professionals and they say, man, they love showing up to the pool and showing up and working with these kids. And, uh, and we, we love having them. They're great. They're great people to have around, but your culture will attract people. And the feedback we've gotten from those coaches and we've, we've asked them like, Hey, why do you, why do you stay? Like it's, it's definitely not for the money. I promise you that. Like we are not, some of these guys, some of these guys just volunteer. They just volunteer six, eight hours a week to be a part of our staff. Um, and, and here are the things they've said. They've said one, they respect how much our team works on making people better, like athletes better, not just in the water, but outside of the water. They've told us that a lot of people talk about making people better or holding kids to their values but that we're a place where they've seen it happen and we are far from perfect. We have our own problems. 
Um, just this week, we banned some of our uh, senior athletes from the bathrooms because we've been having issues in there, right? Um, another reason was uh, the freedom that we give. So to some of our coaches, uh, they don't need their handheld, even if they're new coaches. We show them the ropes. We show them what we want to do. But really, we let them coach. We let them coach, and we let them have fun with their athletes. And as long as they're making their kids better, we are we are good to go, and we're all in agreement. Um, those are the two big ones, I think, uh, like what our team stands for and the, the freedom that we give our coaches. We don't bring coaches on staff and say, you have to do everything exactly this way. We do have some things in place, such as a common language or unified team goals. But when somebody comes on to staff right away, we have a spot for them, and we know we know what direction to point them in. So we don't leave them in the dark. From the moment they join our team also, they are on the team. There is no, oh, let's wait and see who they really are before we invite them to our inner circle. From the very from the very second they get there, they are on the team. They're part of our staff. They are a COM coach. And we give them, you know, that's that's a strong identity to have. And people really do enjoy the welcoming feeling. Like people, coaches, new hires have told us, I really loved how easily it was to fit into the group you have here. And that's that's huge. And I think all of that goes into culture. So before you do anything forward, I would take a step back and look at your culture and say, does, does our cult- culture support fostering coaches? Do coaches enjoy coaching here? Because if coaches don't enjoy being a part of your team, you're going to have a you're going to have a really hard time keeping and finding coaches. Secondly, we are really intentional about making our coaches better on a regular basis. So a couple things we do is we try to send our coaches to a conference or a something learning related at least once a year. We can't send everybody every single time. We do try to rotate through, but we went to Gain Swimming. We took a group of coaches to the ISCA Clinic in Florida. We've taken coaches to um, the clinics across Texas. We've also recommended new coaches to be a part of all-star staffs or zones team staffs so that they can learn, so they can see that next level. And we don't reserve these conferences or these staffs for the more experienced coaches. We legitimately sit down and we think like, hey, who would enjoy this? Who, who would really be excited about this? Um, on top of helping them, them learn like through those experimental experiential things, every week we have a staff meeting, most weeks at least. I would say in a 26-week short course season, um, we probably have 22 staff meetings every Friday. And not every single person can make it, but um, we probably have 70% attendance of our coaching staff there. And every week we are talking about a way we can get better and we're doing some sort of teaching segment. So, and we, and it's coach led. So we have a coach, he's an engineer. He's a wizard with Excel sheets and data mining. So he actually put together like a speed regression chart of all the top 200 freestyle performances from the NCAAs the past year. And he talked to us about like, he talked to us about race strategies and what the 200 free is looking at. And then we had another group of coaches, our, our young guys, um, 18, 19. They led a, a little presentation on plan, planners and organizing. Um, one of them is like heavily into his calendar and his planner. 
and we really respected that. And we just wanted him to share his knowledge with the team. And we even got to have a good discussion about like, hey, how do you how do you stay on top of your life? How do you stay on top on top of what you need to accomplish on a daily basis, not just for swim team, but in life, right? And we empower each of our coaches to have the opportunity to lead something like that, but also learn from something. Um, we bring in outside people whenever we can find them. So we have our eyes open all the time. Um, we're going to have, there's a, there's a pastor at our church who was a professional rugby player in South Africa. And he's going to come in and talk to the staff about what that was like, you know, as a young kid playing rugby in South Africa and running through the whole course up to a professional paid athlete competing at the highest level. And he has three kids on the team. And what is he, what would he like to see? for his kids, because he's really seen it all, not in the swimming world, but I mean, he, at the competitive athletic level, he's seen it all, so he's going to be there just to, to open our eyes a little bit to that world, and we can learn something from that. At our aquatics facility, we have an amazing fitness instructor who, no matter how many people she has in her classes, brings amazing energy, and we're going to have her talk to us about how do you bring energy and enthusiasm to every practice, because that matters. And those are just a couple of examples. Um, we send coaches places. We have coaches talk and teach. And then we bring in outside people to come teach. And these don't have to be super famous people. It just has to be somebody who you feel like is, is good at something or who can bring some sort of level of expertise to a topic. Lastly, you have to care about your coaches to put them in the position that they want to be in. So we ask them, we ask our coaches, hey, what what group would you really like to work with? What group would you like to be the most involved in? Instead of just saying, hey, where do we need you? Hey, come fill this gap. We look at our coaches' strengths. We look at where their, their heart is and their passion, and we try to fit them in those spots. Um, sometimes, if they don't know, then we put them somewhere. Hey, did this work? No? All right, next season, you're on another group. Of course, if we can make it work, it's not always perfect, but... We really, we really think about what our coaches want and what they want to get out of this team coaching-wise. Because that coach on your staff who really wants to coach high schoolers, if they're only coaching 10 and unders all the time, yes, they will probably do the time if they understand that. But, you know, you got to get that person with the senior level. If that's, if that's where their heart and their fire is, there's no reason why they can't work with the seniors for an hour every day as an assistant and then go coach their 10 and unders. It's the same thing for you. When you get to work on the stuff you think is the most important, like your personal projects or your personal hobbies, that sort of thing fuels you for the more um, mundane parts. And of course, I'm not saying coaching 10 and unders is mundane, but we each coach has their area where they feel like they're the best at, right? We have a coach on our staff who she's been a kindergarten teacher for 25 years and she is absolutely amazing with our five and six year old. I, no other coach on our staff could coach five and six year olds the way she does. And she loves it and she brings energy and enthusiasm every day and she does a fantastic job. So that's what I got. My advice for you on finding coaches is make sure you have the culture that supports finding and keeping coaches. Because if you get people and they quit, what's the point? Make sure you are helping your coaches get better because just like our athletes, people love to get better. And uh, make sure you're, you're helping them get, get what they want out of this 
not every coach walks into the pool and just thinks, what do you need me to do? Um, coaches, coaches do like to pursue their hopes and their dreams. And if they walk onto the pool deck and they say, put me wherever you need me, then that's fine. That's great, right? I hope this was helpful. Um, I care deeply about leadership and I've tried learning so much about how to run a better team because I think if you have a great team or if you have a great leadership that supports the team, you'll have a great team. And if you build a great team, then you will have success at a competitive level. Thank you guys so much. Um, reach out to me uh, on Twitter at Mike Inzano or Instagram at Swim Coach Mike. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Have a good one.